The Way to You, podcast 550 with Mike Graham. Having empty air seems to fill itself anyway. The Way to You is a podcast about weight loss and personal development. The central argument is that losing weight is a really helpful course in personal development and finding the way to you allows you to become the upgraded version of you that is the best expression of you. Empty air gets filled anyway. That's just a reference really to what I'm doing here, which is coming on and doing a podcast and not really having a clue what to talk about. But feeling like I need to do a podcast and therefore I managed to fill the air anyway. But I wonder whether you're like that and how much of our lives is like that. Filling empty air, being creative, finding that actually we managed to fill it because human beings are ultimately creative. We may not recognize it in ourselves. We may not realize that actually we're the authors of every thought we have, every feeling we have, every desire we have. That is creation. Creativity isn't just reserved for the the painters of the great works or the composers of the the magnificent symphonies or memorable songs or the writers who come up with the novels. It's all of us the whole time. We are creative and we're always filling empty space in ourselves and in the air. So it's little wonder that given a certain portion of free air, that coming on and just trying to fill it is a reasonably rewarding exercise. In fact, sometimes it's the most rewarding exercise of all. For me personally, I don't know how it is for you, but um, somehow something always seems to come up. So creativity, as I've said, we create our own thoughts. I was sort of fairly amazed when I thought about that. And I'm quoting directly from John Azaraf, who is, um, talks about it, that we're constantly creating. And the creating of our own thoughts, you know, who'd ever have thought that that was a creative exercise? You know, the, the thoughts that go through our heads the whole time, that we're actually consciously or unconsciously creating these thoughts. And they're what is basically colouring our lives. Now, the standard thought on our thinking process is that we have a phenomenal amount of thoughts going through our head every day, over 80,000. And a lot of these are on repeat, you know. They're the same thoughts you might have had yesterday, the same thoughts you might have had the day before. They may be associated with some sort of feeling that go with them, you know, maybe feelings of unworthiness and no hope tend to accompany certain sort of thoughts. And, you know, sadly for humanity, most of the time the thoughts we have aren't very elevated. We tend to think negative thoughts two-thirds to three-quarters of the time. And, well, if you look at it dispassionately, you can see that's an awful lot of time wasted on negativity because those sort of thoughts are never going to get us anywhere. They're just going to make us depressed. Well, they may get us into the doctor's office to seek out antidepressants or something because we just can't stand the state of our own heads. But... In terms of 
usefulness. No, there is no use whatsoever. So, obviously, having a means of creating better thoughts, feeling better, better feelings, is obviously going to work in our favours in a lot of ways. Because, as you may have heard, if your emotions are high-level, elevated emotions, then not only are you going to feel better, but you're going to attract better. Whereas if you're undergoing bad emotions, you know, negative emotions like fear, hatred, anger, hurt, jealousy, um, diffidence, you know, thoughts that reside below a certain line of sanity, then our realities sadly are going to reflect that because that's what we are attract. Well, that is the theory. Because that is how the law of attraction works. So, obviously, to improve our creations in our heads seems to be an enterprise worth signing up for so that we have a better time. I mean, that just makes sense. Feel better things. You know, there are certain things we can do to feel better about our lives. We can... Think of what we feel grateful for. Write out a list of all the things you feel grateful for. Now, that would be a very good exercise. You know, that will immediately elevate your feelings to, to a place where actually automatically what goes through your mind is better. Um, love is a, a very good elevated feeling. You know, being in love, that sort of the, probably the highest one of the lot. Or just appreciating things for what they are, you know. Go look at some pictures of some beautiful scenery and appreciate that. That'll put you in a good mood. It'll make you even start to organise a trip there as well. Yeah, you know, I've been recently been looking at photographs of Scotland and I've never really been to Scotland since the time I went when I was 23. And I didn't see half of the, quarter of the things I've seen just looking at pictures of the place on the web. And my, that is, it is truly one beautiful country. And it's on my doorstep almost. And, you know, I'd never really appreciated what was there. And people go and photograph all these nooks and crannies in the most spectacular countryside and then relay them on the net. Actually, this is on Facebook. And it allows me to actually get a much better idea of a place and actually just to feel really really good about something, you know, looking at beauty always has an effect on one's soul, you know, it's very elevating. So, you know, as a piece of appreciation, going and looking at pictures of great scenery, that, you know, in itself is a, is a good thing to do for a bit. And there are other elevated emotions as well that, you know, you can feel. And, the more you feel those those sort of things, then the higher your vibration is going to be. So the higher vibration your reality will become. Because, like it or not, we're stuck with the law of attraction. We attract similar to how we're vibrating. The sort of um, realities. Yeah, 
it sort of almost seems unjust that if we're feeling fairly fed up and un, and unhappy, then what we attract is more of that. You know, it just seems like there's no balance, but, you know, that's just the way it is. So you want to minimise how much you feel fed up and and bored of your reality and find good things in it because it's a far more constructive way to be. And as I said, we create our th thoughts. We may not see ourselves as the creators of our thoughts, but just by being in more elevated states, we're laying the ground in order for our thoughts to become more elevated, happier. And you must have seen that in yourself, the whole um, range of the kind of thoughts you have from very, very um, negative types or just damning thoughts to very elevated thoughts. You know, even in the space of not very long. And you may wonder why you're creating this much variety, but it just depends what's going on inside of you, what what emotions are coming up for you. And a lot of this is based on your belief systems and your limiting beliefs that are there. Things that have happened in your life that you can't quite put your finger on, but they're influencing how your life goes, how your behavior goes. Um, because obviously we're, hell, we're influenced a hell of a lot by how we grew up, with whom we grew up, and how they were with us, and what they told us. Um, and obviously most children grow up being told, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's not necessary, though. So we grow up automatically with a lot of negatives coming at us. Now, I'm not criticizing parents for one minute for how they deal with their children for the most part, how they stop them um, doing stupid things. You know, don't is a very useful word. But in terms of... Um, development um, it has an effect which you know it's sort of almost an unintended consequence whereby people are used to this sort of negative injunct coming towards them so they automatically fall into the category of um, having negativity running around in their in their heads because they're so used to it. So life has become a lot more about don't than do. Um, and we have to try and undo that, some of that as we get older and have, have more yeses than noes. Because obviously once we get to a certain age, we're pretty clued in to what the world's about and we know how, generally know how to deal with our lives and to lead them. So a lot of those negative injunctions are no longer necessary, but such is the way that the mind is set up, the subconscious and the conscious, the relationship between the two. Nobody tells our unconscious that we don't have to feel those limiting thoughts anymore, that we don't have to take notice of all those don'ts anymore because we've gone a long way past that. So if you can find various tools to actually 
get deal with what's going on in your subconscious so that your subconscious gets overriding messages which are more positive than the ones you have going on there then it stands to reason that when it comes to trying to achieve good things in your life there's going to be less friction between the conscious and the subconscious minds there'll be greater congruence between them because the contents of the unconscious will automatically allow for a more positive outlook now it's not always easy to find the technology to to do this with and you know people find their own way through these things and using a mixture of brainwave technology self-hypnosis and subliminal messaging you know that somehow one can find a way of getting beyond some of these limiting beliefs which are there and actually uncovering what a limiting belief is inside of oneself in itself is a feat because we just don't always know that we have them there and we aren't sure they're there until we repeat certain patterns in our lives which seem to stop us doing things we really want to do and I don't know about you but I've still got quite a few inside of me um, and that's just the way that it is but I do tend to try and work on this aspect of being and um, I use a technique which John Azaraf has in his programs called inner sizing which is a lot of which works on the unconscious in certain ways and uh, if you're if you're really into personal development then you're bound to find ways in which you can um, create different messaging in your unconscious to what to what's been there for a long time and get past these limiting beliefs because in terms of creating a life you like the life of your dreams as it were it's quite important to get past those things in our unconscious which are holding us back and to be able to achieve an overall sense in oneself between conscious and unconscious mind that one's conscious desires are actually also in alignment with what our subconscious will see as possible for us and not just some crazy idea which could be dangerous because one of the things that the unconscious is trying to do the whole time is to keep us from danger to save us to keep us from danger to save us from embarrassment and anything else we might not be very happy with so actually helping us achieve our goals is about number four in the list of um, things that the mind wishes has to do you know in terms of the order of functioning so you know you can see why in a way achieving goals isn't always that straightforward um, certainly not as straightforward as one might one might want it to be but one can you know beating beating one's conditioning is possible and a lot of people have done it to very good effect but they've always had a way of dealing with it um, 
looking at pictures of things that you really want to achieve or things that are relevant um i'm told that the mind actually works better with pictures than words which is interesting so that you know it can bypass a certain amount of negativity by just jumping straight to pictures as um portraying desires of outcomes and that seems to be quite a fast way of getting through to one's mind what a particular goal that you wish to achieve but it you know this is all within the context of you're creating this as your reality and It's important to see yourself as the author of what's whatever is going on inside your brain. And it may seem ridiculous to begin with, but as you consider it more and more, then you may well find that yourself agreeing with that um, thesis that really we are creating the whole time and that these things aren't just going through our heads as a, something that's been dumped on us. They're more the products of stuff that we actually have control over and it's good we do have control i mean don't kid yourself that it's not a good uh, good that we are creating these things and that we do we do fundamentally have control whether we recognize it or not because that is a much more optimistic place to be the idea that we can control it and therefore control our futures in rather more detail than we might think and it's just worth putting it out there, you know. You may disagree with what I've said, and I'm fine with that. But, yeah, it's always worth considering the possibility that you or I or anybody has far more power over their lives than one might ever think. And therefore, the possibilities of what we can achieve are not really very limited. That's really all I wanted to say for today. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully catch you on another call. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.